Hey guys, welcome back to Broken Journey, the podcast. I am your host, Elba Rivera. I want to say thank you for coming back and listening. Thank you so much for your time. I know that your time is valuable. So I appreciate you and I appreciate you being here. And if this is something that you like to hear, share it with your friends. It'll mean the world to me. On today's episode, I talk with my friend Evie and my newfound friend Emily. We talk about cannabis. So, you know, a lot of people think when they think about cannabis, they think about smoking a joint or smoking a blunt or it being illegal. Well, in this episode, we talk to Emily and she gives us information on the medical side of it. And she gives us some insight on thinking beyond smoking it from the street way, right? And doing it in a different way medically. I hope you enjoy this. Hi, Emily. Hi, Evie. Um, we are here today to talk about cannabis and give some information about it. And we have our special guest, Emily. Emily, can you introduce yourself? Hi, Elba. Thank you so much for having me on here. You're welcome. I, I actually work for a dispensary. So um, I feel like I have like a little bit of knowledge here. Uh, my favorite thing to do is to educate my patients when they come in. So I'm ready for your questions. Awesome. Awesome. And I, I can't wait to get some information because reality is that uh, the last time I remember was when I was a teenager and I was smoking and it was the street smoke. <laughs> Right. One story of the one time we smoked with our friends and we're like, oh boy, it was this this crazy stuff. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not like that anymore. <laughs> it's exactly. very, very different now. Right, right. So first things first, um, just give us a little insight about cannabis. I, I'm sure that most people, if not everybody knows what cannabis is, right? But just give us a little bit of information on cannabis. So cannabis is really interesting. Um, basically, obviously it grows naturally. Um, but the cool part about cannabis is that it can grow in water or it can grow in soil. You can literally grow a cannabis plant in just a bucket of water if you wanted to with the right nutrients. Wow. So yeah, you that's them hydro. Oh. So you've ever heard the term hydro. That's it's actually means. referring to the cannabis plant that did not grow in soil. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. So the the actually the back in the day term hydro refers to the plants being grown in tubs or like five gallon buckets because they couldn't grow them outside. So you know, it goes to back to basically the roots of hiding growing cannabis. Right. I was like, you know, just little tidbits of information here. And then I was like, I thought that was pretty interesting myself. Um, but basically Thanks. cannabis is, is a anti-inflammatory. It is a uh, painkiller. Um, it has a multitude of several uses. It's anti-cancerous. Um, anything you could possibly think of, it, it could do for you. Um, and awesome. we've only just begun to like scratch the surface of it, which is the cool part, is that the amount of science that they're finally starting to put into it because they see the benefits of it is, right. is really going to be taking us places in the next coming years when it finally does become legal. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. I believe right now, I want to say around 23, but don't quote me on that one. I know it is definitely not for leisure, not half right now. Yeah, yeah. but okay. I know for for around medical, I would say it's a little more than half um, wow. for medical states. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So um, we are here in Florida, and um, 
if I'm not mistaken, it's considered legal for medical purposes, correct? It is not recreational here. Okay, okay. <laughs> I wanted to make sure because I'm I'm a little bit out of tune when it comes to that, right? But that's yeah, good well, information. Well, we do get a lot of visitors that come ask that, though. We get a lot of um, visitors in the dispensary that'll have medical cards from other states. But unfortunately, right. Florida is not one of those states that recognizes other medical cards. You do have to have a Florida medical license to purchase here. So that is oh. um, information that is necessary to know because we do have yes. a lot of people that travel here and that are expecting because in Colorado and <laughs> places like in California, you're able to purchase with having out-of-state. Okay. Oh, okay. So I wonder if... It's the same way in California and Colorado. No. Yeah, so we would be able to go over there and purchase as a medical patient because it's recreational there as well. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good information to know. But if they were to come over here, then that would not apply. That's like exactly. totally out the window. Oh, that's if good they information. Ask, so sorry to know. About your you have to you have to unfortunately apply with the state of Florida in order to purchase here. So it sounds like in the United States, you have all the states that are going to have cannabis to be used for medical purposes, and it's going to be legal or illegal, right? And then you have for leisure, if it's going to be legal or illegal. Correct. So in the state of Florida, it's legal for you to use medically, medically. but not for leisure. Correct. And then same thing with other states. So when you're traveling to other states, you could go to other states, and if you are maybe not, uh, have never used it before, and you want to just chill and smoke and try it out for leisure purposes for fun mm -hmm. if you go yeah. to the state that is legal for fun for leisure you could just buy it like nothing yep but not here not where we live in florida Correct. in the united states yeah not florida not got florida. it okay you see how intricate it can be and when you travel elba the yes. nuances when it comes to that among the different states is, is also very um very complicated too. yeah it's a little tricky there you go tricky yeah there's a lot of different things to cannabis. There's uh, the THC levels, there's the terpenes, there's how it interacts inside of your body. The coolest part to me is that our bodies naturally have the endocannabinoid system. So the endocannabinoid system works naturally with cannabis. It's in the name, endocannabinoid, cannabis. So awesome. naturally our bodies already have this system inside of it, which breaks down the tetra uh, tetrahydrocannabinoids. Sorry, the words are very difficult to say. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Like, so that, that's why they say THC and all these other little letters is because you can't actually say the words. <laughs> right. Um, but the the terpenes and the THC levels and the cannabinoids, those are all really important factors inside of the cannabis that do different okay. things for you. But often the misconception is that THC in and of itself is what gives people the high that they're looking for. When in reality, okay. it's all about. And what we as consultants like to try to educate everybody on is the terpenes. We want people to get familiar with what it does and how it breaks down with the body. Because honestly, the terpenes are what are giving you those types of feelings that you feel, whether it's that head buzz or whether it's that tingle okay. in your toes or whether it's that heaviness in your feet and you want to just be glued to your couch, or whether you're really, really hungry and you're just insatiable and then you pass out. Those are actually wow. made by the terpenes, not by the THC by itself. Wow, that's interesting. I that know, is so interesting. So, right, it's so what people, gives it its flavor as well. It. And let's, let's just say that, forget about people that think, oh, this is still fucked up and you can't, you know, it's a gateway drug. Forget that. We still have that mentality. But, right. you know, in your podcast, you're trying to educate people on cannabis exactly. with somebody that works at a dispensary. Let me tell you. Exactly. And even educating me. Right, right, right. And, and, and the intricate, I think, for me, for me, uh, and again, this is Evie, I, I am a cannabis user, right? And I felt that it was a sense of, uh, of relief. Like when, you know, when you're desperate or you have an illness or you have a condition and they finally give you a diagnosis and you're like, ah, oh, finally it makes sense. So right. it actually worked like that for me. Um, 
and and when you get to that it, that's not the end of it all it's homework right. and it's research behind it if people are like okay well you know cannabis but you don't just take cannabis to you know to get high and feel anything you have cbd yeah. that you don't feel anything at all and then you got the thc that gets you high so and you now you now oh, now emily's gonna get all into the different and THC. so what's the difference in going home and having a glass of wine or going home and smoking a joint they both are relaxing, correct? They both, right. the ultimate goal is to relax you as a person. The ultimate goal is to have you um, go home and relax, to have you wind down. Nobody's going to judge you for going right. and having a glass of wine, right? Or having a exactly. whole bottle of wine. Heck, do yourself a favor and drink that whole thing, girl. You know, right. you're going to have a hangover. You're going to feel like crap. Right. But the difference <laughs> is, the difference is nobody's judging you for doing that. But if you're going to go home and you're going to smoke two joints or you're going to smoke a blonde or you're going to smoke, you know, two dabs back to back, you're right. going to be called a crackhead. Um, you're going to be unproductive. But that's story. the thing is that I'm, you would use the strains. You would use the way medication is. You use right. strains for certain things. Like if you have certain medications you take that provide energy for you, there's things, right. what, caffeine pills? There's a strain that will do the same exact thing as a caffeine pill would do, except you're not putting all this extra made crap in your body. It's not something that's from the store. It's something that's <laughs> naturally grown from the ground that's not altered. And it's giving you the exact thing that you need for a certain amount of time. They all do different things. They all have different types of natural combinations that do everything you need. You have a natural analgesic. You have a natural... Uh, anti-inflammatory you have natural tension relief you have natural muscle relief you have natural anything under the sun you can brush your teeth with this you can use it as deodorant wow. yeah there's so many things stuff is an antiperspirant right. it's an anti-cancer and it is so mind-blowing that we've barely scratched the surface of it but my question deep down is what is the major difference of the fact of People wanting to relax with marijuana as alcohol. They're both technically made and produced naturally, but they're made by man and they're put into a production system. So the way the dispensaries are is they're essentially just like the people making the alcohol. There's not really much change to it, but you're producing it in a manner where people are going to consume it. So... So why so, can we not mainstream it the same way as alcohol? Right. You just have to do exactly. responsibly. Exactly. You do your knowledge of learning what they do, how to use them, and you can use it exactly like you'd use a Tylenol or like you'd use an ibuprofen. Right. Or like you'd use a Xanax. Which those right. you take so, so but instead I just of creating think- liver damage and all these other things, you're going to do it a healthier way. Right. And there's yes. so many different things that that I I know a few people who actually um, consume it through the dispensary. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends, you know, I was telling her, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, I smoked or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I said, I don't like that high. And then she was like, no, you don't understand. There's so many different levels to this. And yeah. it's, it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to get high. So with that being said, you're educating me might say and others that are listening right that you know it's not all about feeling that high it's more about feeling the relaxation using it for medical purposes like anxiety like cancer like anti-inflammatory like an anti-inflammatory and anything you take medication for you can use cannabis for and i mean literally anything so going to that Go into that a little bit, like the different, um, the different things that they can use it for. Like I know you said a few, like cancer, the cancerous ones and stuff yeah, like that. Of course. Well, like, we actually have. I had a patient that had come into my location, and my patient had um, told me that they had a like a um, non malignant tumor under their hand that they had actually put true clear on one of our, one of our um, things that we sell at our store at our location, it's distillate. Um, okay. Basically it's, it's something that you can utilize almost any way. It is so, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, 
it's so multifaceted. You could use it as a topical. You could use it as an oral pill. You could use it under the tongue. You could, I personally vape it. Me, I I like to vape it and I call my, my true stick. So I was like, because I am a patient myself. I have Crohn's disease. Uh, I also okay. have my ADHD. So I battle the brain and the body. So for me, it's a personal choice to understand how it works for my body because I want to make sure I'm using it the correct way. I have children. This is not right. a stigma that I want to be right. stuck in. I don't want exactly. anybody looking at me. It's one of those waste away moms that just smokes her life away and doesn't do anything. I am super productive. I am not the person that sits down. I currently actually have a little side business going on where I'm making, you know, a bunch of epoxy Epoxy earrings and ashtrays. And it's like, I personally love to stay busy. So I hate that stigma that it makes you lazy. It makes you not do anything because that is so untrue, especially if you know how to use them. There's so many different strains, just like with medication, there's so many different strains that if you of just course. sit down and you do a little bit of personal searching and all it takes is Googling, honestly, Googling. If I'm going right. to be straightforward <laughs> with you, I have been in the company for a years now, but I've been a patient for about three. And I okay. have learned everything by just asking questions and Googling things personally. And that's really awesome. all it takes to give yourself the knowledge that you need to just right. get a basic understanding of how it works for you. And then from there, you literally treat it as this medication. Oh, well, you don't have this one in store today. Well, give me something that's comparative to this strain that's going to do the same thing. Um, I- and the way I like to break it down to my patients is I like to give them certain strains and tell them exactly how it'll make them feel. This is going to be comparative to this. This is going to be comparative to this one. This is how it's going to react with your body. And this is how it's going to react with your body. And that's why we have that understanding of the medical side of it with the terpenes. Like I was telling it's not just smell. It's not just the taste of it, but it's how it reacts with your body, with your system. It's if they make you hungry, if they don't make you hungry. I mean, they have strains that'll help people weight loss. Me personally, I struggle with weight gain, but I have lost a ton of weight due to my Crohn's disease, but I've also gained and maintained weight because I was able to finally eat and be nutritioned with being with the right kinds of product. That's awesome. That's really, really amazing because sometimes, like you said, people have that stigma about, oh, you know, you're going to be lazy. You're going to do this and you're, you're not going to do anything. You're not going to be productive and all that other stuff. Now, when it comes to consuming it, right. There's, Mm -hmm. I know that some people say that there's gummies and there's this and there's that. Thank you. This is exactly where I want to go. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Cause this is where I wanted to go is that people get so scared because they don't want to smoke or they don't want to vape. Those are not the only routes available to you. We have tinctures, which are CBD options, which are what I recommend to anybody over the age of 20, I would say. It's good to have tinctures because, I mean, people that I work with that are 23, 24, 25 are taking CBD tinctures every single day in their waters in the morning. Like, it's one of the most healthiest, like, new age things I could possibly think of is doing, like, CBD and THCs in your drinks. We have a powder form of THC. That'll allow you to be able to, oh, hey, there's one of my patients now driving past me. Um, no, for real, for real. No, I actually know him. Um, he's, he's And for those of you that are not, obviously no one's watching. I was going to, for those yeah, of you that are not watching, God is always watching me. But anyways, this guy, this guy has like, like a broken, um, you know, a, a broken leg, leg with like a little thing. And, and he's like, like a little stroller kind of thing. Like, uh, anyways. But apparently yeah. she knows him but, yeah. from the, so, from the Long story short is basically there's not one way to use it. There's so many different routes because we have a lot of older patients that come in. There's a lot of people that don't want to smoke. There's a lot of people that don't want that stigma stuck to them or they have kids and they don't want them to smell. And I said, well, what are you nervous about? What are you, is your kid? What are you? You know, so my thing is that there is no stigma unless it's something you're really uncomfortable with. And when that comes down to it, we can find something you're comfortable with. We can find right. some uh, some sort of route. Like if you if you're a pill taker, we have capsules. If you're somebody that <laughs> likes, because like, well, there's older generation, That's they're stuck true. on they're, their pills. They're stuck right. on popping pills. My mom That's took right. a handful of pills a day. She's in her fifties. So if she doesn't see so it in a pill, not, or she, she's, she's not going to take, take the pill. 
but there's also or coffee drinkers if you're a coffee drinker there's thc powder form you can add to your coffee in the morning vanilla all sorts of different types of things so there's not just one way to consume and one way to feel better and one way to medicate there's so many different routes and so many different options to use you could honestly make anybody feel comfortable using thc there's even little lozenges as you can Oh, so basically you can put your, you can put the, the, we have a a creamer. It's a THC creamer. You can put it in your coffee. So there's any route, any way you can make anybody feel comfortable. We have so many different options. Um, I mean, we have edibles. Like I said, there's brownies, there's cookies, there's little gel candies you can eat. Um, We have lozenges for people that aren't comfortable with food type of stuff. There's use to not try to make yourself feel better not try to cut out an opioid or a barbiturator really kind of picking up your body and the relief the natural relief because like i said these things can help with cancer they help with muscle aches they help with anything under the sun like i personally use the topical like i said i have two children and i use it on my my joints and on my back and i was gonna ask you about that Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about the, the topical cream, right? Um, yes. I know a friend who I used to work with. Um, she she went to the gym. I think her, her husband had given her a gym membership because she wanted to, you know, lose some weight and stuff like that. And yes. when she went to the gym and she had the personal trainer, he did something that made her mess up her back. And oh, so... No. So she went and she got the topical cream for the back, and she was like, "Oh, well, this thing works." It's amazing. I was like, I, was like, I don't amazing. know though, because like me, so again, I'm I'm a little ignorant about yeah. it. So yeah, what I, I and I want you know, I want to be able to know a little bit more. So if I were to use this topical cream for whatever you know pain that I have, let's say for my back or for my leg or what whatever the case may be. If I were to go to a new job and go for a drug test, does that show up as like medical marijuana? I mean, actually, it doesn't tell you if it's medical marijuana, right? But if the, does it come yeah, up? It in would your just drug say test? THC, as far as I'm aware. It would just say to uh, THC presence of THC. My okay. thing is, is that it would it would depend on a lot of different right. using at one time. Um, are you- have you used it every single day? So the question would really honestly be how, what's the amount of usage that you had? Um, Cause if it was like you put it on once just cause you were in really bad pain and then you went and took a test, chances are it's going to be slim to none. And it's going to be in that test. Uh, my husband has had to help me a couple of times and apply the lotion in places that I couldn't reach. And he's obviously washed his hands afterwards, but you know, it does seep in through skin. That's the point of it. You want it to go in through your your skin, your epidermis. So essentially it's a local anesthetic. So wherever you put it is where it's going to provide a numbing pain relief. It's essentially like a dermal patch essentially. So it's not going to make you feel euphoric. It's not going to make you feel like you're high. It's really just going to give you relief where you put it. Um, And as far as I'm aware, if you're only using it once or twice, if you're just doing, you know, you know, one, one application or two, I would say chances of you, um, you know, chances of that showing up in a test is slim to none. But if you're using okay. it every single day and you're applying, you know, once or twice a day, that's a different story. Chances are it could pop up in, in one of the, you know, depending on what kind of test they do, it could pop up in one of those tests. Oh, um, okay. but. Okay. And you know, for me, I'm very, okay. So I'm diabetic, right? And huh? for me, I'm a diabetic. And so for me, right, I am very, and I thank God and I'm a knock on wood that that's the only thing that I have when it comes to medical. Mm-hmm. However, you know, these things these medications there's always so many side effects so I kind of look for things that are more of a natural kind of thing and so you know I have an herbal tea that I do so that I can you know keep my 
my A1C, which is a test that they do every three months to check yeah. to see what your levels are, your blood levels are, right? And so right. I think that that's good information to know that, you know, even though, you know, there's so many things that are going on, you know, in mm-hmm. people's body. And sometimes, you know, you don't even, you're not even aware of it. Right. And exactly. I know several people who use it for anxiety. Anxiety is no joke. Yes. And I oh, know mine is that horrible. Mine is horrible. really, Oh, I feel so bad. I know my little sister uh, deals with that as well. And, you know, she's like, it, it drives me crazy, you know? And I remember I was at a point in my job last year with everything going on. I, for the first time felt an anxiety attack while I was, it literally woke me up and I was like, what the hell is going on here? (laughs) Right. But I don't, I don't use, um, you know, I don't smoke or anything like that. And so I, I was like, if this happens to somebody every single day where they have this, you know, anxiety and stuff like that, that's a, that's hard to deal with. That's very hard to deal with. Yes. Um, well, I would like to introduce you to myself because I used to get that type of anxiety yeah. every day that I uh-huh. was to the point that it was difficult for me to function, even make it to work, okay? And this had to do with the wow. pressure that separate America had on me, okay? Yeah, I can agree yes. with that. And, and I had to attack the dominoes because there was no, not enough help. Yeah, There was no help. I'm by myself making 60 pizzas. There's two drivers in the store going in and out of the door. And I am freaking out in the office. That's so what I was like. When you feel the whole world is crushing down on you, there's nothing left to do but panic and cry. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you have like ADHD, where you're you can't process your emotions the same way as everybody else. You're right. you have an overwhelming amount of energy. My energy alone gives me anxiety. Right. And this right. is but see, this is where because I think there's no way to another. process. Yeah. And that's why I was like, there's so many different ways you can go about healing yourself it's all about learning not only about the product and about learning about cannabis but it's about learning about your body and what your body needs and what you are going through yourself so when you have understandings of what you're going through and what you need basically the more you know about your body and yourself the more you uh, the more you can learn to treat what's wrong with you and like I said, the more I understood what ailments my ADHD were giving me, I was able to treat them better. My my anxiety isn't just from myself. It's my energy. It's from me not being productive enough, from me not being active enough, you know, from this or this. So once you have that understanding of why you're feeling the way you are, it's easier to treat yourself. It's easier to feel better. Same thing with as to why you're feeling sick. Oh, am I feeling sick because I ate something I shouldn't have? Am I feeling sick because uh, I was somewhere I shouldn't have been or because I have a cold or because I wasn't taking care of myself? When you have that understanding exactly. of what's wrong, it's easier to fix what's what's wrong with you. And imagine people like myself, Elba, who, who are, you know, crazy out there, kind of light workers trying to define themselves. Um, I also have PTSD. But you see... I went to like at least a good dozen different psychologists and psychiatrists to really understand me. And to this day, none of those 10, 12, 15 doctors have to this day understood. Now, the last one that I have, I think, has met to allow me to get to know me. And she right. was the one that predicted PTSD. So I said, okay, you know, that, that's more like it. I believe that I potentially right. due to my traumas, blah, blah, blah. But then I, I go to the dispensary, like as I'm doing my research, me cope because of all these other pills that I, that I, that I by the way, no longer take. It's like they, they are suppressing, they were suppressing my, my symptoms. Yeah. And then you think you're okay, right. but you're not but okay. But you're not okay so, when you come down. Yeah, so it's kind of like marijuana for me has actually uh, allowed me to get in my own flow and I'm utilizing it so I can, release and kind of go with the flow that's why it's so relaxing so right i can compartmentalize my thoughts for once in my life i don't feel clustered i don't feel flustered i understand what i'm doing and why i'm doing it now 
And I never, I never felt like that organized. I never felt organized or understood until I started smoking marijuana. And it all made sense as to why I was hyper-focused or hyper-fast or hyper-this or hyper-that all the time. And it really right. came back to me feeling normal when I smoked to getting to that normal pace to feeling what a normal person feels like to really understand that I had this issue and I had these problems and that, that that's what this is to be able to understand it. I've never been on a medication for ADHD and I'm 31 years old. Well, My parents right. never medicated me. They just let us be hyper kids because that's what it is. That's a beautiful thing. And now right. I'm understanding how my brain functions, how it works, and the capabilities that I have. Like I said, I'm a busy person. I like to do a million right. things that have a job. But I also said, like I said, I have that part-time job where I like to craft on the side and I like to do things. Of get course. These that I don't know where they come from. And I feel like all of it was led back to the cannabis industry. That's beautiful. So right. now you have consumption, you use it, you work in it. What a beautiful thing. And it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a lifestyle. Becomes, okay. It's right. not just about, it's not just using it to feel better at that point. It's about educating people on the processes of it because it's a very misunderstood thing still to this day. Okay. Uh, we were talking um, about so, the stigmatizing of it. Yeah. So when you feel, you know, I know that my son um, has ADD. And it was kind of hard for him to concentrate. And me as a parent, I did not want to medicate my son because I did not want my son to feel like a zombie, right? Because the medication yeah. that they yeah. give you is basically to yeah. keep you from being hyper. So, yeah, exactly. Thank you for being sedated. He told sedated. me his mother medicated him because he has ADHD as well. His mother medicated right. him and he said he felt like a zombie and he hated it. And he said that he honestly, he resented his mom for a long time for making him take wow. medication. Yeah. He told me that he's, he's in his 20s and he told me he resented his mother for, for her making him take medication because it made him feel zombified. He didn't feel like himself. Right. He felt like he was being you know, pushed down. Right. Why, would, why would we want to put our children through that? Like my child has ADHD and I would get calls from his teachers at least once a month. And I'm like... You guys don't understand what you're doing to my child. And as an adult, it is so painful for me to hear that they're doing to him what mm -hmm. happened to me 30 years ago, right. 20 years ago. Like, wow. I'm not that old, but I'm old enough to where 25 years is a long time to still be acting the same way yeah. when you're right. aware of what ADHD is now. You're an right. adult. You're older than me. You guys should well be aware of the fact that ADHD is in these children. They're not just hyper and you can't just take things away from them, take them out of their surroundings, put them in a spot and leave them by themselves, take their pens. Like my son's teacher took his pencil from him, put him in a box. And like, I was like, what next? Are you going to tie his feet to the chair and tie his hands? Exactly. Like, what are you going to do to him next? Yeah. And, and you yeah, know, it's I... funny to joke, but it's, I'm, I'm almost in tears because Yes. I've always been told I'm too much and nobody should ever hear they're too much for being who they are. Agreed. Exactly. Exactly. And this medication makes you tolerable. It makes you aware. Right. This medication and you know, fixes these things. Yes. And you know, um, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember my son's teacher telling me I need to medicate my son. And like you need she, to just have a better I, understanding. No. Right. Listen, exactly. So what I told her was, I said, you know what? I said, you do me a favor. I said, you stick, you stick to teaching and I will stick, I will stick to parenting, yeah. right? This yeah. is my son. <laughs> yeah. And I am not gonna mm -hmm. allow you to tell me what I need to do and what I do not need yeah. to do for my son. I said, yeah. there is ways to be able to deal with my son. And if you cannot deal with my son, then let me know now that yeah. we are here together right in front of each other. And I will go to the principal and yeah. I will ask him to change his class. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to things like that, you know, I think that there should be, okay. So they educate teachers and don't get me wrong because let me tell you something. Teachers are 
amazing, right? Because oh, they have yes. to do with God so many blessed. different things. God bless teachers. Because let me tell you something. I mean, I don't have little ones right now, but I've seen so many people when it comes to this pandemic that they were like, I do, and it is driving tough. me crazy. It's oh tough. It's tough. <gasps> but in the school, when they are teaching teachers to children. be teachers right but what what i mean like when they go to school to learn how to be teachers right they need to do a segment where it's teaching them how to deal with students who are different than the yes. apples right the oranges yes. who are out there that are different yes. than the apples and some kids have to fidget to comprehend and to understand i okay. as an adult have to fidget, have to look away, have to tippy tap, have to make noises. I have right. to do these things to process what's going on around me. Right. It looks like I'm right. not paying attention. It looks like I'm a busybody. looks like I don't care. But in reality, the thing is I'm giving you my full attention the best way that I can. We, we don't, I, I mean, don't sometimes know. we have difficulties, but not, not all the time. It's because we have such good stuff to put out that they're trying to block it. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. (laughs) So yeah, you know, you're absolutely right when it comes to, you know, them educating themselves, them knowing that, you know what, not everybody's an apple. There's people who are oranges and there's people who are lemons and you have to learn how to deal with each person individually. I'm so far different from these other kids. I'm over here, the banana, the long shape. I'm not these round shapes. I'm the so far out there. That's the weird girl. I feel the weird girl. I'm okay being a weird girl because I'm fun and I'm cool. And I'm okay with that because I want to just, I want to let people know it's not scary. It's not a bad thing. It doesn't do anything. I mean, I don't sound like I'm drugged up. I don't. No, 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 no. Listen, it's the it's the new way to be. Exactly. The thing is that everyone has been wanting to be in the cool kid. Everybody wants to be the cool kid that smokes weed, but everybody's too scared to be the cool kid that smokes weed. Why? It's not a psychedelic. You're not gonna go on some planet and see aliens. You're just gonna feel better. You're gonna relax. Or you're gonna be really hyper and clean your whole house. It's gonna be one or the other. Right. Never know. (laughs) I mean, we're not trying to have you smoke and drive either just like people try to drink and drive right like Like there's still the same prohibitions from from when you're doing alcohol and that's what i tell people treat it like it's alcohol if you treat your marijuana like it's open alcohol you put it in the trunk you know you don't put put it within arm's reach travel like you're being like you're traveling with alcohol and you're going to be safe take it to private property only don't bring it out in public with you you can't right. have alcohol out in public without having, you know, candy. That is true. Like, it's like a big taboo, it's the same but it's thing. not. It's, yeah. We're integrating little by little. The little by little. Yes. So it's like, you know, vape pens have become progressive and vape pens are out and about everywhere because you can't smell them. You can't. So, you know, people are introducing it little by little. But with that being said, you don't see people walking around smoking joints like you did in the 60s and 70s. Right. It's right. not that type of lifestyle yet. And then I'm sure we'll get right. there because over in Colorado and California and over there, they are doing that. Exactly. Exactly. So, and you know what? Sometimes, right. sometimes I feel like it's like if Big Pharma is not getting money off of it, you know, yeah. it, 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 you know, they don't want they it to be it. legal, you know. But now yeah. they're making a ton of money off it. They see yes. how they exploit it. So now they're changing their systems because yep. now they see everybody wants it. Everybody's using it to hell with the pills. We're going to get all the marijuana now. And now how can we tax this? How can we get our money off of this? Oh, we're right. going to get our state. We're going to get our money from the doctors. We're going to get our money from this. We're going to charge them for this. And we're going to charge them for this. If they want it, they're going to give us this. And now right. they're going to. So you think that you're going to see doctors that are already in the network like, like, uh, um, okay, so if you wanted to be a doctor right now, because Elba, I don't know if you know this, but a dispensary is a dispensary. It's like a pharmacy. They dispense your shit like Walgreens. Yeah, but if we you have really the product, but if you need, you still need a doctor to give you that recommendation. So there's a specific right. doctor. And then it's not just any doctor. You got to go to a doctor that, that specifically is specifically for that. So, so, exactly. can, so this is, I'm pretty sure, a, a regulation of some sort, yeah, right? Yeah, it's 100% it's, a regulation. For the we, state, for this government, the, so the, the Department of Health is actually who regulates us. We are regulated by the state of Florida. 
But it is not, department. yeah, by the health department. The Department of Health is who comes in and checks our store. So let me ask so you. So we are regulated like a restaurant, the same idea. Everything, restaurants and everything and other businesses and other stores have to have, we have to have. Right. The only difference is we sell weed. So we have to have a lot more safety protocols. We have to have right. a lot more cameras. For sure. We have to have guards. We have to have, you know, all these safety things right. put in place because of these things. So do you think that you're going to see doctors that are currently on the network, you know, like regular doctors, mm-hmm. you know, when you go to Aetna or your family doctor, you a know, regular primary close. care typically is not going to be the same. What I'm saying is, do you see that happen in the future where we're going to see the integration of those doctors? No, no, no because they make money off of selling pills. They don't like weed. Doctors do not like weed do you see? they don't make money. Do you they see some doctors that don't necessarily give pills? Like a psychologist doesn't give pills. There's different kinds of, of therapists or, you know, doctors that they don't necessarily. I'll be honest. I have seen chiropractors in my store. Um, I have seen nurse practitioners. There you go. I've seen there you go. every industry. I have corrections officers. You know what I think is going to happen? Everybody secretly uses it yes because it's still a taboo no my right. job doesn't my right. job doesn't know keep it a secret my job doesn't know i said well what yep. about piss test how do you get away with that oh i got my ways my job doesn't know but yep. I got my card it's legal but my job doesn't know right so therefore it's still one of those things people are keeping secret because you can still get fired for it. you can still get let go but if it's legal you for us to go help, why can you get fired for it Wait, Emily, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if you, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you like that, but it just caught me, it caught me by saying, if you have a card, a medical card with the fact that you can get the marijuana, right, from the dispensary, a job can still fire you for that? Yes, yes, and I'll explain. Because Florida is a right oh. to work state. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. They refuse cannabis in their company. They have a right to fire you. But I'm going to take it a step further because she works in Florida and she's telling you it's it's an at-will state. What I'm telling you above that is the fact that it is, and, and I'm saying this because of my uh, 20 years of human resources experience, we would hire people and fire people because of this shit. And then yep. we had the cannabis come into play and we had to stop fucking do drug tests because we couldn't fucking hire anybody because yep. everybody was fucking using. So no, and by the way, nobody, I have never in my fucking career, I have really, it was back in the days that they're doing drugs and hardcore drugs and cocaine. They fucking get cleaned up before they look for a job, and then they yeah. start doing the cocaine nobody, or whatever the fuck they do it again. going to come so, into a job where they know they're going to piss dirty. Right, but check this out. It is currently a federal federal crime. That's why it's not in every federal. federal. So on a federal level, that's why we're not all synchronized. If in the entire United States, everybody said this is a whole kumbaya okay, then, then, that means it would be okay in the entire United States. But because on a federal level, it is illegal. That means that the state of Florida does not know what the fuck to do. So we didn't know what the fuck to do. So now some of some of us in the industries in HR, right, we we no longer do drug testing. By the way, I'm, I'm starting a CVS on yeah. Monday and I, don't, I didn't even have to take a drug test. But you know, it's funny. Wow. Speaking of that, I had to take a drug test to work at a dispensary. And I was like, wait, you guys know I'm a patient, right? And they started laughing because, and I was like, I'm freaking out for a second. I'm like, you guys aren't going to hire me? No, I'm a patient. Like, you hired, like, you gave me a job interview when I'm here buying product. Like, I don't understand. Like, right. why? And then they're like, no, 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 no. For barbiturates and other stuff. Obviously, we know you smoke weed. And I was like, well, good, because that's what I'm here for. Okay. And I can <laughs> so, yeah, so jobs do still, will still p-test but not necessarily for thc anymore they're really looking for barbiturates cocaine hard drugs you know things that are right. really going to be effective. And i'll tell you this i'll tell you this we still look for the uh, marijuana but when we get the results back and it says hey this person is tested positive for marijuana we go to the person and if in the state of florida right that i'm hiring for someone the practice for the employer is to be okay because in the state of Florida, it's okay. Then they're okay with it. They're going to hire you. But but let's say that Emily at the dispensary, she's a, 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 she's not a doctor. I mean, she's not a patient. They still have to do the drug test. And then they'll ask her, hey, by the way, you tested positive. 
And if they feel like if they feel like it, I don't care if it's a dispensary, but they feel like making it no, you cannot work for us, they could do that. It just Got so it. happens that Emily is a patient. She has her license. Yep. It's okay in the state of Florida. And the company she worked for was okay with it. But mind you, you can walk next door to the Amazon or here in Orlando and maybe Amazon distribution center or, or at the warehouse, they, they, they're probably not okay with that. Yep, exactly. But right now, the way it is, Elba, federally, it's illegal until all the fucking states get their shit together. So right now you got states that do it for medical and then they do it for recreational. But when you go get a job, it's very tricky. Yep. Because right. now we, we didn't know what the fuck we, we didn't know what to do. We're like, oh, do we fucking hire you or not? So yeah. what we've made the decision in certain states like us, like in Florida, some of us, we felt, damn, it's so hard to find people. It's so hard to find, la find labor. Let it be okay if somebody that tests positive is it, it, for medical purposes and they prove to, to the medical review officer and they prove that, not a big deal. Right. You can come on board. But... It's it's a little bit muddy, and and now some companies they don't give a shit. They don't even test drug test you anymore. So that means you could be doing <laughs> yeah. hard drugs at CVS. I'm telling you, CVS, yeah, Samaria, they don't even bother. So so you do. It doesn't matter if you're doing the hard fucking drugs. So right. you could be a really up in the high fucking ladder, and you could be making decisions. I hate corporate America. And you know, and that's the craziest part is that the last company that I worked for, the people that I was working for, like my bosses. I walk in and I'm drinking wine in the afternoon and snorting cocaine, and I'm supposed to be fine with that. Yep. But if I smoke weed, I'm a bad person. Yep. You Got have it. no idea the places I have walked in Miami where they are, they're making money and these are big fucking corporations yeah. and they're doing drugs and shit. And, but making you decisions and yeah. then they're firing somebody on the other side. Because you're smoking weed. And it, it blows yes. my mind. Yes, 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 yes. I totally agree. And I know that that's why I asked. I'm like, wait a minute, you know, if, if this is the situation and you have the card, then why? I know that there's a lot of companies now that are not are not drug testing. I know where I work at now, um, they did a background check, but they didn't do a drug test on me. And they usually yeah. don't. That's like, I'm I guess. Like, I don't care about this if you're a yeah. And I'm like, cool, because I smoke weed. And that's no, another complexity. Let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming on the on the close to the one one hour mark, but I wanted yeah. I wanted to um to also just put it out there. <clears throat> we we could do more of these kind of uh, sessions. We could sit and talk because... about strains. We could talk about different types of topics, different types of things, including cannabis. What's going on with them? How to yeah. How to, you know, do certain things? Like I am all for talking about whatever you guys want. My favorite thing to talk about is cannabis all day long. So, I mean, <laughs> literally, I'm down to talk about whatever you want. I mean, ask whatever questions because I, I find joy in answering questions about it and right. talking about it and just being open and, you know, manifesting the good energy to, to make people more aware that it's not this dangerous, crazy thing anymore. It's not like we're going out doing shrooms and we're going to see you know, clowns dancing on the roof of the car that's next right. to us or something. We're, it's not <laughs> right. things like that. You can microdose it to just help with that tension headache or to give you a little bit of relief when that anxiety hits when you're driving right. in that afternoon traffic. Because for me, I get horrible road rage and I drive home on the turnpike all mm -hmm. of the time. Or if you're on I-4, I get so nervous on I-4. I'm not going to lie. I hit my pen and you shouldn't always hit your pen while driving. You shouldn't be doing these things. But this is also what it's created for. It's created for fast use when you're getting into those situations where you're getting anxious, you're getting uptight, you're getting scared, you're getting nervous, you're getting frustrated. That's what this is intended for, for fast use, for immediate use. It's like an inhaler. Right. If you're having an asthma attack in that moment, you're not going to wait until you get home to use your inhaler, are you? No, you're going to do it right there on the spot. If I'm having an anxiety attack, you're going to take a Xanax in the car. You're not going to wait until you get home to do it because it's right. not safe to do it while driving. Right. You treat it as if it's the medication you're taking for whatever ailment you have. You're just replacing that medication with a type of strain of cannabis. There's so yeah. many different and things. And this, this is actually getting so kind of like fast forward thinking. Um, like an example, soon it'll be, it'll be used... Just across the board a little yep. bit more and even for leisure. Imagínate tú, tú tienes diabetes. Instead of right. you, for example, on the days that you have a lot more stress 
and whatever kind of a thing. Then you, you know, you want the little chocolatito and you want the little cafecito and then you want this and that and you're consuming a lot of sugar. But right. you don't have to be a, a, a crazy cannabis Especially user. You but so you can cut that out with with the cannabis. Actually, cannabis does right. help with diabetes as well. It helps with leveling the blood sugars. It helps with leveling your glucose level. It helps with your blood pressure. Um, like that I really helps. wanted to get my mom on it, at least CBD because right. of what it does for your blood pressure. My mom's got high blood pressure. Um, she's a little bit of a bigger girl. So, you know, she's always had right. that from her dad and my grandfather and my grandmother, they have Parkinson's and epilepsy and I've been preaching to them for years, but you know, my grandfather is a retired veteran. So, yeah, you know, that cool. military life, they're taught that it's wrong and you can't have it. And, and I'm just trying to get them fast forward thinking because they're in their seventies and this can do, I mean, CBD alone can do tremendous things for people. If you're scared to, you know, start with, with THC, if you're nervous about how you're going to feel, dip your toes in the water and start with CBD. CBD yeah. is the non-psychoactive form, but it'll also give you that relief you're looking for. It'll still help. It'll make you relax. It'll help put you to sleep. You can replace your melatonin with it. You know, melatonin, yes, right. it's natural, but you can yes. replace with cbd right. if you become tolerant to melatonin you can try different amounts of cbd to put yourself to sleep if you're scared to do thc dip your toes in the water with cbd but you do have to have a combination of the both for them to work so let me ask you let me ask you a question yeah okay so the difference between the cbd and the tlc right that's what you said TLC. tlc <laughs> right so give us some information on on the two the difference between the two so cbd and thc basically they always come in a pair because when you have uh cbd you have thc they're both in the cannabis plant they grow together naturally um, CBD is non-psychoactive. When I say non-psychoactive, basically it doesn't make your brain feel fuzzy. You're not going to respond to it the way you would tetrahydrocannabinol, which is THC. Um, okay. so your brain doesn't respond to it the same way because it doesn't hit those CB1 receptors. You have CB1 receptors, which goes back to your endocannabinoid system in your brain. Right. In these plants, you naturally have CB1, uh, or I'm sorry, you naturally have your cannabinoids that are going to be going to those receptors in your body. Um, so that's what tells you uh, what you're feeling if you're high, if you're this, if you're that, is those receptors that are getting that from your, your cannabis. Um, so CBD essentially does not have the psychoactivity that THC does. So when you're using CBD, You'll still be getting um, like a relaxation feel. You'll get um, maybe a little bit sleepy sometimes. Some people get a wake me up from it. So like, honestly, it kind of depends on how your body metabolizes it. It also uh, would depend on if you can metabolize things well orally. Like me personally, I don't use a lot of CBD because CBD is best taken orally. Me personally, okay. I can't absorb through my gut because of my Crohn's disease. So for right. me, I would have to smoke most of my product in order for it to work with my, my body type. So for that being said, there's not a ton of CBD options that are really good smokable. Um, like I said, you can use it and uh, you can smoke CBD flower and it'll still achieve goals that you would like. But it doesn't do the same thing as if you were smoking regular marijuana with THC in it. I got um, it. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So the THC mixed with the CBD is what gives you that euphoric effect, is what gives you that analgesic pain reliever, is what gives you that body numbing. It's what gives you that like numb, tingly feeling. That's what THC is. THC is that numb, tingly body relief. It's what I call it your Tylenol. I call okay. THC Tylenol and CBD is more like your ibuprofen. It's more like a pain reliever and anti-inflammatory if you, if you, if you say, um, okay. so it's there to release the inflammation. Um, it's there for, uh, relaxation. So mostly CBD is an anti-inflammatory. I got it. Awesome. So it's That's not really a number. It's not an analgesic. It's not a pain number. So it's not necessarily as good for pain as THC would be. 
So I like to tell people, if you're looking for something to just relax or to take the edge off, if you're looking for something to just settle down, you can start with CBD. If you're looking for something for pain relief, you need to have something with THC because CBD in and of itself isn't going to give you the pain relief you're thinking because THC is what gives you that body buzz. Like I was saying, it's what gives you that body tingle. Do you know the difference now between CBD and THC? I do. I do. It's good information. That's very good information. Because now, because, and that's also what, why the reasoning as to why CBD is legal, but THC is not activity. It doesn't give you that number, that body tingle. It doesn't affect how you're really feeling or thinking. It just kind of calms you down naturally like lavender or, you know, something of the sort. And speaking of lavender is actually one of the terpenes. It's, it's called linalool. Linalool is in lavender. It's that purple smell that relaxing calming effect is linalool and that's actually one of the terpenes that's in what we call indicas which are say indica um and like i said i could go on and on for days about teaching you and so you see where you've got so this is elba i'm gonna leave it off where you because i gave her your phone number yeah and and i'm gonna leave it off where i think you can have um um a funnel of information like a fountain of information and yes. anything and everything that has to do with cannabis, because it sounds like you are going to have an audience at this level of the game that have never consumed cannabis. One, it's going to become a very popular thing across yeah. the board. Everybody the wants board. to know about it. Right <laughs> and also, and yes, also of course. you're going to be able to um, incorporate your, your audience if they don't know what they are. Um, I forgot what to say. You've got a wealth of information here. I think that you can yes. just ping her if you want to, like, do more of these, like, going forward. What you want is you want to maybe stick to somebody that has never tried it before and and, and somebody that's Bring them on and have you ask questions. Like, I, you know, I'd love to do question and, and, you know, or, you know, have a couple people reach out to you or have a live feed where they'll ask questions and they'll reach out and ask questions and I can maybe answer those questions. And that I don't, good. you know, because... My thing is that I want people to have a safe place they can come and ask. Like my goal is to create, whether that be a podcast or a a live or a YouTube channel or something, I I want people to be able to come to me and be like, hey, how does this work for you? How does this work for you? Because a lot of the times people just don't do something because they're scared to do it. Honestly, like my friend told me, you miss 100% of the chances you don't take. And it started off as a joke, but honestly, it's true. And if you think about it, your everyday perspective, if you don't ask, and you don't try and you don't put forth that effort into making yourself feel better. You'll never know if it'll work for you. You'll never know exactly. if this is a better option than what you're doing. Right. Exactly. Right. And sometimes, you know, like I said, Big Pharma is making money off of giving you those anti-inflammatories. And those are, yep. you know, more chemical than it is anything else. Right. And it's good to be able to put this information out there. It's good to be able to have that information. So if someone decides, okay, you know what? I think I'm tired of taking pills and I want to do something that's more natural or I want to do something that's different. You know, this podcast is going to is going to educate people on, you know, some of those questions. Like I was asking you, like for me personally, my friend at work at the time, she doesn't work with me anymore, but she was using the topical cream. And I was like, yeah, wait a minute. I was like, she was like, I'll yeah. bring you something. You could try it. And I was like, yeah, try it know. out. I was like, I try don't it know. Out once or- it's not going to, like, if you're doing it like once or twice, if it's something that you're just trying out on occasion, it's not going to show up. But if it's something that you're going to continue to use on a daily basis, it absolutely will show up. But if it's something that you're just going to do on a once in a while occasion, it's a topical. It's going to seep through your skin. It's not going to go into your bloodstream that type of way where if you were to have uh, the urination test or just one of the regular pee tests, it's not going to really do anything. Now, if you were to have like a skin test or like a hair follicle test, I'd say something like that is a little more maybe. But like I said, you'd have to do a daily use for it to really kind of show up in your system because you're not smoking it. You're not inhaling it into your lungs, into your bloodstream in the main source way. It's a very small concentrated form, but it's not, you're not using a lot of it. You're using a very tiny amount of it. So I really don't see it affecting um, any tests that you would have coming up or anything like that. If you were to be having jobs, unless you were to be using it on a daily basis. Because like I said, you're putting such a small amount in such a small area 
that I really don't see it having that effect. Right. It's not going to be something that, you know, like if you're going to use it only when you feel pain and then that's a different story. But if you're using it every single day, then it'll probably go, you know, get into your stream. Right. Yeah. So, yes. At that point. Yes. Yeah, so to close it out, um, is there any last things that you would like to give information on when it comes to, you know, medical cannabis? Yes. My thing is that if you're interested in it at all, Ask your friends, Google it. If you're afraid to ask anybody, Google it. Google any information. Nobody is looking over your shoulder other than Big Pharma and, you know, everybody else on the internet. Other than them, nobody is looking over your shoulder. Nobody's judging you. Nobody's going to make you feel bad about this. If you feel like you need to hide it from people, that's okay too. But start that step. Take that first initiative step. And nobody's telling you to stop all your medications and just go straight to marijuana because obviously that's not how it works. You have to work your way out of everything just like you would anything else. But I know that from my patient stories, from my stories, I've had so much more success with cannabis than we've ever had with anybody using anything Mm -hmm. from pharmaceuticals because pharmaceuticals just blocks out what you're dealing with. It doesn't fix it. So my suggestion and my closeout would be ask questions, talk to your friends Go on the internet and do some research for yourself because you only get one body. You only get one lifetime. And why sit there and wait and suffer when you can literally be feeling better with something that's natural? Oh, that is so awesome. I'm so, so glad I was able to meet with you. Thank you so much, Evie. This was so informational, at least for me as well. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on here. Like, Honestly, this is one of my favorite things to do is just literally sit and talk to people about marijuana and cannabis and That's how we're awesome. just trying to destigmatize it. And I think we're going to I think we're going to do that. We're, we're going places. Yes. And educating, you know, like you said, educate yourself on your particular situation. And is it if you can use it, you know, versus using, you know, whatever I like bike it in and stuff like that, you yeah. know, if you can and even if there's nothing that, wrong with you. Even if there's nothing wrong with you, like my, my coworker, he's, he doesn't actually have a card. He doesn't have any ailments. He doesn't have a problem with him. So he says, I said, so why don't you smoke? He goes, (laughs) I don't have any problems with me. And I was like, you don't have to have a problem to smoke. I mean, it's like a glass of wine. Do you have to have a problem to have a glass of wine? Or do you just like a glass of wine? I just like weed sometimes. Right. (laughs) And that's my thing is that destigmatize it. You don't have to have an ailment or a problem to just, want to relax to want to let right. loose it's okay right. to not feel okay sometimes remember that uh-huh. <laughs> of course I say that 100% I agree yeah. with that because there's sometimes that you know you you want to be way too strong and eventually you break right you and break so, yes yes you Turn need to, to be able to break. let it go yes Turn yes <laughs> I, I oh promise. And, and I get it that it's not so for, fun. and people are like, it's not for everybody. I've had panic attacks. I've had this. I've had that. Every excuse you can come up with in the book, I have a reason for you to try it again. So yes. my thing is just, just, just ask the questions and just dip your toes in. All right. Sure. And don't forget to check out her, her art. She makes some really cool yes. earrings. For sure. And she's on Instagram. So definitely. I'll, yes, I'll I do have an Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? It's emmys.customcreations. So E-M-M-Y-S dot custom creations. I will when you post it or. I'm, yes, I will. I will let you oh, know. Oh, you're such a doll, Elba. You don't have to do that. That's so kind of you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for the shout out either way. You're I wasn't even welcome. expecting to do that. <laughs> You're welcome. I will put it. I will actually put it on the description of of the podcast as well, so that they. Oh, can you're so kind. Yes. And when that's I'm just all my cannabis to... inspiration creations. So. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, you know what? Anything that will help you build generational wealth, girl, do it. Do it. I say, do you it. You are so and, You are. I like that. Yes. Thank you. That's very You're kind. welcome. You are, hey, you know what? We need to look out for ourselves because corporate yes, America, ma'am. let me tell you something, corporate America will keep you down if you allow it, right? Yes. So and gotta, that's what we, I was saying. They won't even let me give my Instagram out at work. And I'm like, but it has nothing to do. Like, we don't sell jewelry. We don't sell, yeah. we don't sell these things. 
why can I not? Because you're not allowed to sell. But I'm not even selling them anything. I'm just marketing, oh, no. essentially. That's so, yeah. That's the programming ones. Yeah, the yeah. you're not allowed. So that's Lord. why I was like, I appreciate that. Because it feels like you're whenever wrong. you're being stuffed down, there's always that one person. This is the fucking vinyl for Pitbull, bro. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. I know. I heard yes. about that. That is awesome. That is so awesome. So, I listen. told. What? She's. Lives in Tampa. You gotta yeah. go check her out. At least maybe like That's say say what's up or send a text or something. So around October, maybe I can come up and come visit you. Maybe you know what? Podcast. Yes. Why don't we yes. tentatively plan for that? Listen, listen. I okay, might so even what? go to fucking wait, Tampa. Wait, wait, wait. I could even take Liza. I know if I go. Yes, I listen to it like as a white girl. I don't speak Spanish. I don't understand Spanish, but I do it very well. I, 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 I'm an honorary American. When I listen to Spanish, I, I don't know Spanish, but you would think that I'm a Spanish person because I listen to reggaeton, so I know about who is. Oh. <laughs> and you should say that's awesome. Okay. So, when I am around over there by, by Evie, I'll see if I can catch up with you and talk to you over there. Yes. And if you are here in Tampa, just let me know. And, you know, again, you have my number. I have your number. And, you know, we can either have lunch or something like that. It I'd love to so give you a gift, too. I'd love to give you a gift yeah. for having me on your show. I'd love okay. You guys have a good evening. And thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate thank you guys. Thank you. I appreciate the, the uh, opportunities and message me anytime you have any questions. Please reach out. And that, that goes for you, Elba, yourself, as well as your, your viewers and your listeners. Like, reach out anytime. Ask any questions anytime. It's never too late to start feeling better. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You're thank welcome. You. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.